Hey guys, welcome to the Higher Standard Podcast, where we dive deep into the word and consider our habits and commonalities that keep us from holding a higher standard and living a life that reflects the life of Jesus. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Higher Standard Podcast. I am Miguel, joined by Sheen Chowning today. What up, what up? It is just us two, but it's going to be a great episode. Jordan could not be with us. He's okay, though. He's not sick or anything like that. Completely Um, safe. Yeah, no Delta. You don't have to put him on like Twitter as a meme with the whole... (laughs) Or what is my it plans. like? Yeah, my plan. Delta Berry. <laughs> you don't have to put a picture of Jordan in there. He's he's just fine. Um, he's doing well. Um, and we are excited to kick off the newest series that we have with you guys, our occupational series, where we plan on bringing in plenty. Well, we already have um, a good amount of people lined up. Oh, yeah. Um, and scheduled for the next few episodes. And they are just going to talk about what they do and how the Lord is using them in their realm of influence on a day-to-day basis where they go to work, strap on their boots, put on their pants just like the rest of us, and um, and go be a light. And we're, we just want to give a little bit of a foundation for that today. We're not going to get into too much detail because we don't want to ruin it for our uh, future guests. But we just want to lay a foundation of what we mean by occupation versus calling, uh, vocation, and who we believe uh, we or what what we believe we are called to do, especially when it comes to occupation. And that is definitely a tough subject, I think, for a lot of people, and maybe not for the average higher standard listener, at least from before. Um, well, actually, this will probably resonate. Well, actually, I, I take that back. This will probably resonate with most people who listen to this podcast because you are more than likely, according to the analytics that we get uh, from Anchor, you're probably between the ages of 17 and 25. More than likely, you are a male. Um, if you are a female listener, just go ahead and raise your hand and give yourself a pat on the back because... <laughs> Um, though we do not have a large amount, we want to communicate in such a way where male, no matter male or female, or you know what, whatever you identify as, you know, God bless them all. God bless us all. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That you know that, uh, this podcast is for you. It's from, it's for men and for women equally just as much. Um, and that's also why I'm excited for these next few episodes is because we're going to have some female guests for the first time ever. And uh, not because we have to hit a quota, but after reaching out to people, guess who were the, the main de- demographic gender that reached out and, and responded the quickest. It was mostly female. So True. I hope you guys are ready to learn. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman when it comes to these topics and to what God is calling us to do. Um, you can learn from a man or a woman. There's Yes, there's some specific things where, uh, where the Lord speaks to us in different ways. 
um, when it comes to men and women because of some specifics about what we do over time and in, in what we're called to do in different areas, as, more so as a father and as a mother. Those right, roles are just right. a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. But needless to say, we're very excited. And uh, I'm actually just going to let Sheen start us off real quick because I believe the Lord puts some some things on his heart when it comes to vocation, occupation, and calling. And um, Sheen, I just want to ask you, let's start with occupation and vocation uh, because this quite literally right before this episode, I had admitted to not really knowing the difference between the two. So can you just go ahead and, and tell me what the difference is between those two and also how that applies to our lives as believers? Man, um, <clears throat> well, yeah, first off, uh, I'll start by saying that, honestly, there was a time where I didn't really know uh, what they meant. And uh, I also Amen. just want to, um, there was somebody that had DM'd me, uh, I, I'll, I'll say his name after, um, you know, <laughs> later on in the, in the podcast. I'm sorry. If he, if you listen, I'm sorry. I definitely did forget your name. Not a, not a DM. <laughs> um, but anyway, he DM'd me and actually brought up like a good point. He was like, you know, um, that there was a difference between vocation and occupation. And it really set me back because it was it had to do with a post that we posted on um, on Instagram through uh, Higher Standard Speaks. Mm. And so I was like, OK, well, yeah, you know, there definitely is. And I've heard different messages or sermons or just like people in general just talking about it. Yeah. And uh, um, even our conversation, there was just a lot more clarity as to what an occupation was and what a vocation is as well and mm-hmm. what they can be. And after going off off the definition, um, you know, Googling it, looking up Wikipedia, you know, it's not always the most reliable source, but you know, it, True. it, it, it gets the job done. Yeah. 50, yeah. 50, but ultimately, uh, I don't have the, the vocation definition in front of me, but I do remember that it's, um, is more so like a strong feeling or calling towards, uh, like a career. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we know that occupation by definition is more so viewed as like a job or just something that you kind of do. Yeah. And so, you know, I just really want to clarify that the difference between them, like they're very similar in the fact that um, vocation in the definition, it mentions like occupation or it mentions career or it mentions a job. Yeah. But more so like with vocation, it's more so about the the feeling or the inkling or you could say the calling that you have. Right. To the career or to the job that you're doing. So it's, it mm-hmm. might be something that the Lord called you to or mm-hmm. called you to do for a time and for a season. Right. Whereas an occupation more times than not, or, you know, a lot of times we're just working because we, we need, mm-hmm. you know, something from it. We need, you know, skills. We might need money, whatever the case may be. We're not necessarily there because the Lord called us to be there or because he to- he told us specifically, or, you know, it was prophesied that we needed to be there, but yeah. it was more so because like, Hey, mm-hmm. I need to get these things done, so I'm going to go ahead and work this job, but mm-hmm. I do also want to stress that even at the job that you're at or, you know, the occupation that you're at, there's still value and there's still importance in it, and mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean that you could disregard what the Lord might be asking of you to do while you're at your occupation. Right. Um, because that might be for mm-hmm. a time, and you might just be doing it just because, but at the, at the end of the day, everywhere that you're at, 
we're all called. We have a calling. We have a mission. We mm-hmm. have an assignment, and the right. Lord has given that to us. Yeah. You know, through and it's the Great Commission. Right. That's what we're called to do. We're all called to to something. We have purpose mm-hmm. in everything that we do. Right. Um. But like I said, the difference between the vocation and the occupation is more so just like you you are you have been called, or the Lord might have called you to that specific career or a job or whatever you're right. doing for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. And then if you're just at an occupation and you don't really feel or or you haven't heard of any like real purpose or or calling towards that Mm -hmm. you might just be doing it just because you you need to it's more so of a need as opposed to a calling right so right and and i think well one thing that we talked about earlier was that not always but vocation can typically it's more so typically it's more so long term Mm, yeah occupation is it can be short term, uh, th- but then again, those can flip flop. That can change. They can both be short. They can both go for a, a long period of time. Um, we even talked about the example of Joseph too, yeah. um, and the things that he had to do leading up to his, um, uh, to his. I guess you could call it his his vocation, um, and basically being you know Pharaoh's right hand man. And we saw what, and the, the thing that I noticed, even like this was off of like the Google definition, was that it talked about kind of equipping mm-hmm. in that time of occupation. So vocation was almost what you were equipped to do, in a sense, like what you had been training to do. Basic or like you kind of look at it as college is the occupation, right? And I'm getting a. Uh, business uh, or sorry I'm, let's say I'm getting an accounting degree right and then I become a CPA and then I step into that vocation whereas you know occupation before until I became that CPA or whatever that was more so occupation during that that time that waiting period when I was being equipped yep. and um, sometimes you'll be in an occupation and you know you're being equipped for for something in the future and sometimes you may not realize it yeah um but definitely important for all of us to understand that, like you mentioned before, and I definitely want to just make sure that we're aware. This, you know, Shane's already said this, is that. Oh, sorry. Where was? I? Oh, gosh. I just. Okay, I can, can help me out here. We're not. Even, we're not going to delete this out. We're gonna. Everyone needs to know that I just. Um. Uh. So. Oh my goodness! I was so I said. Oh, that, that there's purpose. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that, that there's purpose. purpose. Sorry, that there's purpose in in the time of of occupation or mm-hmm. or that that waiting period is you're waiting to step into what you believe you've been called to do. Maybe more so long term. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old. I'm working at Chick Fil A, but I'm called to be a pastor. Okay, cool. Right. Awesome. That is, you know, it's an occupation. It's waiting period for the time being. Um, and then we also talked about, so that's occupation and vocation. And then we also got into calling. Right. Um, so the difference between calling exactly, and vocation. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like steps or, or not. It's not levels. You know, um, you live in calling. Mm-hmm. From the second that you say yes to Christ, that right. is the second that you start living in calling. So calling is it's long. It's it's more than long term. It, it's your lifespan. Life, life exactly, yeah. exactly. Calling is for life. So you're living and calling right now, and so that's that's why we don't want to confuse anyone when we say, okay, you're called to do this. Okay, I'm called to be a pastor. Well, being a pastor is not your calling. It's part of your calling. Right. 
we are all, and we talked about this before, we are all children of God. We are all on the same mission, but our journeys look different. That's good. So my path might look a little bit different than yours, but we're running the same race. Right, right. You might make more money than I do, but we're running the same race. Yeah. Assuming that we're two people that have not let wealth get in the way. Right. And um, I have a really good feeling that some of the people who are going to be guests on this podcast are going to be able to shed some light on that as well. And um, maybe even, I I don't know for sure, but I think there's going to be some testimony uh, about wealth Mm. and uh, also turn... Maybe you'll hear something about people turning some jobs down or turning some things down where they could have been making more, Mm -hmm. but they were called to do something a little different. Um, And that happens all the time. Not saying that anybody's going to be poor or anything like that. I'm just saying that sometimes what you think, where you think you're called to go may not be where you actually end up. And it might look like less money. It, uh, on the surface, it may not look as satisfactory, but you'll realize over time. Uh, as long as I continue to do what God is calling me to do, mm-hmm. not not only are you going to be okay, you're going to be exactly where you need to be. Right. And you, are, when you stay on that path, there is going to be a much better <laughs> a, a much better end result when you continually stay obedient to the Lord and what He has called you to do. Yeah. Because you're on a dangerous path. When you continue to deny that in order to feed the flesh and satisfy the flesh and do what you want and do what Miguel wants to do and do what Sheen wants to do. Yeah. Now, that's real. Because uh, even, you know, if you want to go to scripture uh, in Psalms or in Psalm, um, I think you, you can go from 10 to like 16, 17. Basically, David, he talks about that the whole time, like of just hmm. really... Um, finding refuge in, in the Lord. Yeah. And so, like, if we, I mean, I've talked to you about this before, yeah. but, like, if you really break that down and what that means, you know, mm-hmm. if, if God is a refuge, right. that means he's a shelter, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you are in him, then that means that you're covered by him. And so, therefore, like, you won't have to worry about anything else other than what he's called you to do or what he's calling you to do maybe in the moment. So, if he... If he's telling you to take a job that, for example, I, I know someone that the Lord had told them to take a job that was only giving them, uh, paying them, I think, 20000 a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it happened to be at the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was all that they could provide at the moment. But had he not listened to the word word of the Lord, mm-hmm. who knows where he would be right now? Because right, right now, he, he's definitely making a lot more. His family, they're doing Praise well. God. But even during that time. He he and his wife had saw all the favor in the fruit of mm-hmm. him walking in obedience and them walking in obedience to what the Lord had asked of him to do. Yeah. Because even though it looked like on paper less than what he he was able to to provide for his family, mm-hmm. God made up for that in so many other ways and so many other avenues. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looks like to be in him, like to be um, caught up in that shelter, in that, in that refuge. Dang. And so, like, I think that that's very... Like, you know, disregarding the the money aspect of Mm -hmm. occupation and even, you know, vocation to a certain degree, like, you know, just being able to disregard that and actually look at, okay, well, you know, Lord, what what do I need? Like, what do you need from me right now? What are you asking of me right now? 
and really following that. I think that's, you know, that's so important because without faith, we, we have nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. That's huge. Definitely just the, the topic of, of money in general, no matter how old you are, mm. it's difficult to discuss. I don't know if that conversation is getting easier or, or harder with our generation. Um, but I do know that our, our generation has seen a lot of debt, mm-hmm. recessions, yep. um, and it's difficult, especially, so we're talking about jobs and we're also talking about compensation. Uh, you, you, you'll need it in order, mm-hmm. in order to, to live, right. at least in, you know, in, in America. It, it's a tool that is needed. Mm-hmm. It's a resource that's needed. But the idea of consistently looking at it as a resource, it can be difficult. Right. Especially when you have media and all these different avenues that communicate that the more money you have, the happier that you will be. Yeah, it's literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the music that we listen to. Absolutely. The, I mean, people who we see on Instagram, on all types of social media outlets, right. it's it's literally everywhere. You see it in all the way over. that people dress and stuff like that. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, it's it's so much a part of a culture. Not that it's a bad thing, because mm-hmm. it's not. Like you know, we need it in order to survive, in order to do different things right. on this earth. But also, you know, God, I, I believe that he, I mean, he favors like what we can do with money, because it ultimately gives exactly. him glory. Like if we use it in the correct way, exactly. But if we're not, then we're just using it for our own gain, right? And we're looking at it as a as a tool or as uh, the source of our happiness or, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever it might be in our own lives. Like we're looking at it as the source instead of looking at it as a resource, because that that's ultimately mm. all that it is. And you know, uh, that's huge. Yeah, it, it's it's very important. I'm glad that you brought that up because, like I said, it's an, it's not a bad thing. And if you look in the word, it never said that it was a bad thing. But the the worst part of it is being in love with with money. Mm. That's a bad place to be. I'll I'll say that right now. <laughs> That's a bad place to be. Right. The love of money, boy, that'll put you in a bad spot. Mm. Um, uh, you don't have to be 50, 60 years old to know that. You really don't. I mean, right. it's. How often does the does the wealthy person fall? Who doesn't the wealthy person with a a, con, a contrite heart, hmm. um, one who is not asking Lord, how do you want to use this resource that I've been given? Yeah, but w- what can I do for my own gain? How often have we seen that episode play out? Or let's not let's go beyond money. Let's let's just hit fame. How, how much easier is it for a famous person to fall because they've gone so high, but when you don't continue to honor the Lord and you leave him at the doorstep and you go out on your own, how easy it is is it to fall? My fault. Fall like that, like <laughs> that phone. Yeah, thanks. Oh, we're in, we're in a converted converted office. This, is, this was a bedroom before. There's no soundproofing. You guys can probably <laughs> hear everything, and it's great. Um, but yeah, no, that that's awesome. And the the verse that the Lord gave me this week when we were getting ready for this episode was Proverbs ten verse three and four. But I'm going to start with four because it's the one that caught my eye first. 
And anybody out there who reads as I do, some things are just easier to pick up than others. And so we'll start with verse four. It says that the lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. And so I told Shima before, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I got it. Great. You're lazy. You don't eat. You're diligent. You're going to be rich. That's the simplified worldly definition. But there's a reason why verse 3 is there before you read that. And it says, The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. Craving. Hmm. The desire for something. The, and the craving of the wicked. So a wicked person and their desires. Well, who is more likely to be the lazy person that has poverty? Probably the one that with the craving for the wicked. Or the, the, the wicked cravings. Diligent hands, that's probably the righteous person, right? Right. So it's not just, hey, if you work hard, you're going to get... And that's the thing is that it's not just, okay, uh, wicked, evil desires do not result in poverty in this world, always. Right. A lot of times, you'll be very rich with evil desires and the craving for wickedness. Don't get me wrong. So it, it can go vice versa. It can flip. But there's a reason why it puts an emphasis on the righteous he does not let them go hungry. And then we can talk about diligent hands bring wealth. Mm-hmm. You have to have that first. There's a reason why the craving of the wicked comes before we talk about the lazy hands make for poverty. Because mm-hmm. if all you got in there was verse 4, you're going to miss the point and you're going to miss the direction and the instruction from the, the verse before. It's not just about, hey, if you work hard, you're going to be rich. What is that that pathway again that we talked about, that calling that people have on their lives with you know, the result and eternity spent with Christ? Mm. Righteousness came before we're talking about just being diligent. It's that that end that we all look forward to after running a great race is not just because we were hard workers. Mm. God isn't just looking for hard workers. And it's not even talking about, hey, this is what God is looking for. He didn't say you know, he's checking to see you know who's lazy so they can, so he can make them poor and who's a hard worker so he can make them really rich. It didn't say that. What it said the Lord is, is actually keeping an eye on was in verse three. The verse four is more so just the fact that this is a result that most people can expect is mm-hmm. the lazy hands are going to make for poverty and the diligent hands are going to bring wealth. The three is a fact as well. It says the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry hmm. is a fact that he thwarts the craving of the wicked. That is also a fact. And so as we all read through scripture and, and you know, think about this time that we're talking about occupation and what it is that we do and, and how we do it and our job descriptions and our LinkedIn profiles <laughs> and all of that great stuff, let's not forget the, the righteousness and let's ask to, if there are any wicked cravings. Say, Lord, reveal it. Show yeah. me if yeah. I have, if, if I'm struggling with any wicked cravings. I don't want that in my life. I want I want to be considered the righteous. Right. Not even so. I don't go hungry. And, and we're talking about going hungry. We're not even talking about physically, spiritually. I don't want to. I don't want to go hungry spiritually. Right. I don't want to be starved because I have wicked cravings. I want to be in that righteous column. Mm-hmm. 
or even mentally too. Right. That's that's another aspect. Yeah. We talked about, you know, we talk about mental health and yeah. everything that's been going on, you know, the Olympics, everybody mm-hmm. can make their own opinions and stuff like that, but right. at, at the root of it, you know, there's a hunger there too mm-hmm. to to be mentally strong, to be you know, mm-hmm. uh, aware to have the knowledge that the Lord provides, yeah, and that He freely gives to us. So as we seek, right, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So I hope everybody was able to write some of these things down because I believe it's going to catapult us into the teachings that we're going to get, and the knowledge and the testimony that we're going to get from our guests that are coming up here in the future very soon. Um, again, just really excited to have. Um, some new some new faces some new voices and some female voices on. on this podcast on. <laughs> i remember a couple months ago when it was kind of it was more so a joke of hey why don't you guys have any like why don't you guys have any women on this podcast and, and there were a lot of women that said that. yeah it was a lot of <laughs> it was it was a wake-up call for sure yeah <laughs> absolutely and it was completely unintentional i mean we had only had two guests but um, very thankful that the Lord has just opened up the door for people's yes, yeah. for people to just say, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be a guest. I mean, that's, that's huge. Just seeing the responses that we've gotten. And again, not that, not that we didn't reach out to any men. I mean, we, no, we <laughs> reach out to plenty of different people and it's just that, uh, we were fortunate enough to have a good uh, amount of females to just say, yeah, I want to. I want to be a part of it. I want to come be a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have some guys too. Don't worry about that. If anyone who's freaking out and just that we have some sort of agenda, higher standard is not about agendas. We are all about the leading and the calling of the Holy spirit yes. and what God is doing and where he's leading and guiding. And if it is a woman speaking on this podcast for the rest of the year, then so be it. That is not going to be an issue with us. Right. We will celebrate it just as much as if it was a man on here because this is kingdom. This is not man versus woman um, or gender versus gender. The gender wars. This is kingdom, kingdom dialogue. Yes. This is kingdom talk. And yeah. we're going to keep it that way. It, by the grace of God, we are going to keep it that way for as long as this podcast exists. Sure. It'll always be about the agenda and the the agenda and the leading of Christ, not our own. Um, so, thank you guys so much for just uh, getting some foundation and some instruction on this intro, and um, I hope that this gets everybody excited for what's to come. Even though I don't know, I, the the energy just maybe wasn't the same. <laughs> As far as just, I don't know, when, when Jordan's here, it's just, we, I, I guess it's we just start. because we crack on him all the time. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's exactly. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get to start with any Texas jokes. We nah, didn't get to. Man. No Texas jokes. Tease anybody. I mean, there's there was no five minutes of laughter yeah. before. I mean, well, I'm, I'm sorry. The laughter is always there. True. It just wasn't as loud because Jordan's a lot louder than we are. True. But I do have two things. So the. Um, the person that DM'd me, his name was uh, Marcel Rowe. I knew him from hey. RU, so my, my apologies, bro. I'm sorry. I forgot your name at the beginning. Um, <laughs> second, um, speaking of Texas, you know, I just have to throw this out there because everybody in Texas thinks that they better than everybody. Absolutely, blah, blah, blah. they do. But, uh, you know, you're not the only ones with the Buckies, so I just want to just want to throw that out there. Tulsa doesn't have one, but you know Alabama does and a whole bunch of other places. True. They have Buckies. so. There's a rumor that El Reno, Oklahoma is getting one. Really? 
uh, like it's it, it was in a news article, a legit news article. Okay. All right. So I hope it holds up because sometimes Oklahoma is where they tell you something's coming and yeah. it never shows up. Yeah. They, but they hold tr- <laughs> they held true to uh, to Tesla. Tesla did come here. Though. They did. Yeah, they did. So they did. We didn't get the. Uh, we we got it's like distribution or something like that, but we didn't yeah. get the. Austin got the factory. Yeah, or, that's right. That's yeah, right. but we st- we guess we still got something out of yeah, it. Yeah, we still got something Tesla. But, yeah, but you know, if we get a Bucky's, we we up there with y'all, Texas. So exactly. I don't want to hear nothing from none of y'all. <laughs> We're, we'll be bigger. <laughs> How about OU to the SEC? I just had to throw that out there. Oh yeah, come that's on, crazy. Like, OU you know Texas. More about it than I do. So oh man, this we could we might. We might have to do a higher standard sports podcast. <laughs> Just to, I'm I'm not even. No, nah, bro, I'd be down. I'd be down. <laughs> we can get some athletes on here as guests, bro. That'd be, hey, that's a that's another series, maybe. We we could do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Christianity and uh and um sports too. Yeah, God is in everything, so you know. That's true. Yeah. We could. We could do a sports series. We might, we might, we hey. might just do that. Hey, okay. Some current and, and former athletes. I yeah, I got people. And you know what? Yeah, write that down. Yeah. Nah. Speak. Speaking of though, mm-hmm. speaking of sports. Yep. So I got a, I got a question for you. Oh. I don't know if this is gonna, gonna end it or not. Mouse in the house. New segment alert. <laughs> New segment but, uh, alert. Hit me so, with it. So, top five PGs in the league right now. Top. NBA. Top five point guards in the league right now. Right now. Okay. So we're going to set a five-minute timer, and we're going to debate, and then we're going to throw it on Instagram, and people can decide who won this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Are you going? I'm, I'm going first. Uh, yeah, you go first. You okay. Go first. You know what? I'll, I'll talk about it first, then okay. you tell me yours, and then we'll debate right after. Okay. Is it in order? It doesn't have to be in order. I'll, I'll let okay. you slide on that. Uh, let me get a notepad. All right, number n- number one in no order, Kyrie Irving. Okay. All right, I can tell that you respect that. Uh, yeah, I can. I can. I can respect that. I can respect. I that. like that. Um, I mean, when he's not hurt, for sure, the dude, dude is he's a menace. Are we considering LeBron James a point guard or no? No. Okay. All right, so Kyrie, Damian Lillard. Okay, Dame time. Dame. Seth Curry, or sorry, Steph Curry. Whoa, Steph whoa, Curry. Whoa. Steph Curry. <laughs> Bro, we was going to have. <laughs> uh, oh, we was going to have to talk after that. I uh, know. That was almost bad. <laughs> um, oh, boy. And after that, I blank. I don't know if I can. I, listen, if Russell Westbrook listens to this, I love Russell <sighs> oh, Westbrook, boy. but I don't know if I can put him in my top five. Is Luka a point guard? I. I they have him listed as point guard, but I look at him as a small forward. Okay, we'll leave him off. So no, no, like six nine combo guards who can play. I mean, both. if they're if they're legit point guards though, then like for example, uh, um, Lamelo. Like I'm not yeah, saying he's that's top. Fair. I mean, out of his rookie class, he's probably he's definitely. That's fair. He's top two and not two. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm just go. I'm gonna put Trey Young on there. Trey Young? Yeah, I'm putting Trey Young in my top five. Okay. Because of his Young be, because of his playoff performance. Uh and I mean he had a great regular season anyway, but I mean it was a great playoff performance. 
in my opinion. I, I can't I can't debate that. So so that, that's why I have him in my top five. Okay. And uh, give, know, give me some names. I, wa- I, I mean, promise Chris I watch best. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's number five. Um, just because of what he, how he elevated this, the Suns were already good. Mm-hmm. You know, they went undefeated in the bubble, and True. they they had a, I mean, they just weren't able to make the playoffs because other things and right. whatever, uh, I mean, other people winning COVID. games, exactly. But literally, they were not great in the regular season. Go undefeated in the bubble. Mm-hmm. The next season, they make it all the way to the Western Conference, or sorry, the, all, all the way to the, the finals, the finals. Yeah. and um, losing six. But you know they had they had a good chance, uh, and if you watch Chris Paul play that season, I mean it was just it was insane. So that that's my top five, and uh, you give me yours, and then after that we'll go five minutes of debate time. Okay. Uh, so my you know mine might be a little controversial. So okay. Just putting love, that out there. I love controversy. Uh, but okay, so I'm gonna say we'll go number one, not in any order though. Uh, yeah. We'll go number one, Chris Paul. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Two, we'll do John Morant. Oh, okay. I see where the controversy is. No <laughs> um, offense to John Morant if you ever listen. Anybody who I ever mean, listens to this, if you're on this list, listen, you know, John. We love all of you. John, if you listening, bro, by the chance that you are listening, we would love to have you on the podcast. You are a dog. Like, you, you're legit. You're legit. So, that's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> so, I got him at two. Uh, at three, of course, uh, Steph Curry. Okay, yeah. Respectable. Yeah. Uh, so that's three, um, four. I got uh, Drew Holiday. Whoa, <laughs> got Drew Holiday at four, and then number five, Lonzo Ball. You what? You serious? I said it was going to be controversial, but okay, yeah, it's out five. Uh, okay. Let's go five minutes starting now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, I, wow. Let's let's start with Lonzo Ball. Okay. <laughs> Tell okay. me why Why do you have Lonzo Ball on there, Sheen? Lonzo Ball's IQ of basketball is off the charts. Okay, yes, he, he did have, uh, I mean, he hasn't had the best start to his career so far, but his numbers have increased yearly. Uh, whether it's shooting or assist or steals, whatever mm-hmm. case may be, his numbers have increased. And not only that, I think a lot of people have their view of Lonzo um, as skewed because he not after coming into the league after his first year, it's not like he was really trying to establish himself as like the the best shooter or the best score scoring Fair. point guard. He had to learn how to play with LeBron, right? But yeah. then also to that, like. Throughout his whole career, especially even you know high school and even college, like the main thing about him was always his passing. He could score, yeah, he could score, but it was always his passing, and he did a great job. I feel like with uh, the the young dude um, with um, uh, Zion Zion Williams. Oh yeah, okay, Williamson. I think he did a great job with him in his last you know couple of years with uh, the Pelicans mm-hmm. and like really being able to get that duo started. Yeah. Getting him the ball, but then also just being able his like I said his ability to read the court, read plays, mm-hmm. um, and just read different situations and, and like how he controls the pace, he controls the ball and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I mean obviously there are a lot of other point guards that can do those things, but mm-hmm. I think he's one like he's up and coming as far as being one of the best, especially now. 
Okay. So. All right. So, so you would take Lonzo Ball over Trey Young? Oh yeah, I'm taking him over Trey Young. Okay. Defensively too, because he plays he he does play defense, better defense than Trey. Yeah, that's fair. But I I think some size has a little bit. I he's still if they were the same height, I think Lonzo would still be a better defender. But I think height and length has a little bit to do yeah. with that as well. True. Is he what six seven? Alonzo? Yeah. Uh, six seven. He might be six six. I think he's six five. I six five. Okay. Yeah. So a little short. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Do you have any any uh, questions about my list? Uh, let's see. Um, you said you said Kyrie. You yes. Said Steph. Kyrie, Damian Lillard, Steph, Trey Young, and Chris Paul. So we both had Chris yeah. Paul and Steph Curry. Right. Um, my only question would be Trey Young. You kind of explained it though. Sure. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I mean, not only is he a great. Uh, sorry. Not only is he a great scorer, mm-hmm. but I mean, and he's always had. Pretty high assist. Right. But I think there was just, I think he hit another level in that playoff, in the, in the playoff right. run. I, I think he did. And just getting his teammates involved when he wasn't on the court. Now, they did, they blew out, I think it was in the sem, in the conference semis. I think when he was hurt, was it? No, then? it was uh, the conference finals. In the conference finals? Yeah. When he got hurt. Did they they blew out surprise. Milwaukee one game, right? Yeah, they blew him out one game. But then it, uh, after that, right it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was horrible. So, you know, <laughs> call it what you want. I mean, the but the Hawks in general, I think they're a pretty good team. They have they got some some guys who can play and some guys who can shoot. No, for sure. Um, but, yeah, okay, it's cool. So, sure. yeah. But, okay, what about Kyrie, though? Because, Kyrie, I, mean, I get when he's healthy, but a lot of – they're almost every uh, – Are we taking into account the whole season? Because, I mean, it, if we're – because I understand, because like the Trey Young thing, mm-hmm. then that was the whole season. So if we're talking whole season, then okay, Kyrie probably isn't okay top five. But I, I do when he's healthy, mm-hmm. I think he's definitely top five. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. The handles are crazy. Okay. Yeah, I mean he accurate. Yeah. yeah, he can play. He Absolutely. Can ball. Absolutely. I'll say it in my Stephen A. voice. Duke can ball. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he, he he can ball. He can ball. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. That's fair. All right. So we're okay, whole season then. All right, well, then Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I mean, I know he's a good defender. Yeah. He was sketchy at times in, he, in he the was playoffs. Streaky. He was pretty streaky so. at times. But I think defensively, that that's more so what I'm going off of. I, I, I okay. like to, you know, have a little bit of variety and everything. Oh, yeah. So like he definitely helped the team. Uh, yeah, definitely defensively, but then also he is a veteran, so his pace and um that's fair. And uh, I think that it, had he not gotten injured early on in his career, he would be an all-star um, for sure. Okay. Because he, he, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he did get one all-star appearance before he got injured. If I'm, I'm not pretty mistaken. sure. I, I'm, I'm sure he's yeah. been an all-star before. Right. At least or one he, time. he at least put up the numbers for it. And so, um, but then in recent years, he you can make an argument that he could have been selected as an all-star too because I think one season with the Pelicans he had 21.6 points or something like that hmm. um, average a good amount of assists defensively he used to I mean he's Drew Holiday we mm-hmm. know who he is defensively so like hmm. he, he still he balled he balled out but even this year I think he still proved himself to to be at least a top mm-hmm. uh, a top uh, point guard yeah and uh, especially in the playoffs and you know he played a significant role with uh, the Bucks. so yeah, yeah. okay all right we have hit our five-minute mark. 
Thank you guys for listening to our uh, sports debate segment. If if you listen this long, uh, if you didn't, I mean, obviously we wouldn't know. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. It's pretty obvious the difference between what Sheen looks for in a point guard and what I look for. I like scoring. Sheen likes scoring too and, and defense. I like, I like defense too, but obviously one of us values defense a little bit more than the other. Um, but we're going to continue to do this or maybe something different. We might switch it up. We might do Bible characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, they're, they weren't just characters. Like they were real people, yeah. but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But thank you guys so much. Um, please tune in in the next few weeks when we have our first guest coming up actually just in two weeks uh, from now. So mark your calendars. Uh, we cannot wait uh, to be joined by um, somebody who I think everybody's going to be very much impacted by. Oh, 100%. Um, she's, she's got a, a great story, but also just a hard worker. Um, someone who I've, uh, who I look up to in the business world, she's very determined. Um, and it's somebody also who, is just such a light wherever she goes um, and her sister as well. Um, but thank you guys so much. Y'all have a great week. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. Oh, and, and tune in. Uh, <laughs> tune in for the bloopers. <laughs> tune in for the bloopers. Peace. I don't know. Uh, we could do like a not not a draft. We could have a quick debate on all timers, all time basketball. Oh, let's do it. We could have like yeah. I'll time it. I'll do like I like a five minute debate. I'll put on a five minute timer, and then after that we have to stop. Okay. So and then. But I'm gonna just let you know ahead of time. I'm just for the kicks and giggles. I'm gonna make the most outlandish things. Just, just, uh, <laughs> I'm just letting you know, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> if you don't do it, I'm gonna just have to do it for you. I don't think they want to hear my voice though. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you was on there. Yeah, you yeah, was on there. Yeah. Quick, quick shout out to uh, Emmanuel and uh, <laughs> was it Noah? Yeah, shout out to Emmanuel and Noah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if this is going to make it, but shout out to you guys. Hey, if it does, you know, for real, shout out to y'all. You know, hey. we uh, we support other podcasts, and especially what y'all doing. So, Amen. appreciate y'all. Fit movement. <laughs> Fit movement. Yes, sir. Okay. If, if you're a Matrix fan, always take the red pill, though. The red don't take the blue. I, I've never seen the Matrix. Actually, I don't. Even Honestly, know. Think I, I think I probably got it wrong though. Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the blue pill? It might be. The I, blue, <laughs> os, it's the Osmosis Jones pill. That's. A-